Welcome to the Medics Money Podcast. My name is Dr. Tommy Perkins and I'm a GP. And my name is Dr. Ed Cantelo, a GP, but also a chartered accountant and a chartered tax advisor. And yes, you did hear that right. Not only is Ed a doctor, he's also a chartered accountant and a tax advisor. Medics Money empowers doctors and other professionals like you to make better financial decisions. Welcome, everybody, to today's podcast. I'm here with my Medics Money co-founder, Ed. Yep. Hi, guys. And today we are going to be talking about tax codes, which we know is a big problem for doctors uh, of all levels. And so we're going to be telling you how to make sure you're on the right tax code and uh, common errors and also uh, how to sort out your tax code step by step. But before we get into all of that, uh, I thought we should talk a bit about our holidays because uh, it's holiday season and I've just had some time off and you've had some time off, Ed. What have you been up to? Yeah, so um, I've just um, so I finished as a GP registrar on the 4th of August and um, I took a couple of weeks off to um, before I started my my new job. Um, so I've uh, yeah I've had a nice couple of weeks off. Obviously the weather was absolutely scorching, really really hot. Um, to be honest, though, the main thing I was doing was just kind of life admin, uh, which included getting a car and uh, relearning how to drive because I've not actually driven for uh, for a number of years. So twelve years, you said? Maybe twelve years. Yeah, but I can't reveal the the secrets. But um, um, yeah, a fair while, a fair while. I couldn't really uh, justify having a car in London where I went to medical school. And since then, I've kind of always like worked near the hospital and walked to it. But yeah, it's kind of the time has come to join the world of adults and get a car. So uh, yeah, I've been got a little Skoda, been whizzing around Chichester. It's momentous because ever since I've known you, you've never driven. And I have to drive everywhere in my very <laughs> nice Peugeot 207. Yeah. How would you describe my car? Uh, awful. Yeah. I can never get out of the car. You always have to go open the door for me from the outside. Oh, yeah. It's like I'm chauffeuring you because the interior <laughs> door handle doesn't work. Cool. Yeah. And I've also been on holiday. So um, I actually went on a genuine staycation. I didn't leave mm. my house. Actually, I did. We did stay on a boat for a couple of days, which was nice. But other than that, I didn't go more than about five miles from my house. Uh, just nice. hanging out with the kids. And it was uh, it was amazing, really. Just all the things that we have to do around here is is really great. And uh, as you mentioned, the weather was pretty nice. Um, yeah. So yeah, um, the other thing we should probably talk about, kind of related to the my kids, really, is our surroundings for the podcast. Yeah, and also related to the, to the weather as well a little bit, because yeah. um, although it's fantastic on the time off, really really hot, scorching weather. Right now, it's really miserable and really uh, raining quite hard. How would you describe the uh, conditions that we're recording the podcast in today? Describe the surroundings. Um, well, I'd say it's fairly unusual. So to um, avoid various obstacles, such as children and uh, the rain battering against the windows, uh, we're currently in, in Tommy's garage uh, using a, a surfboard as a table. That's right, yeah. Uh, and uh, we've got a little stepladder for, uh, for a table for some coffee mugs. Yep. Because I really need my coffee. Uh, we're surrounded by bikes and how many surfboards do you have? Yeah, don't tell Joe about that. Um, I have a few <laughs> surfboards. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and also there's a sort of faint odour of sweaty wetsuits, um, which is nice. Yeah, I mean, great. <laughs> so I've set the scene there. I'll put a photo on our Twitter uh, so you can actually see the, the realities that we're working in. Um, okay, so let's get into it because as we said, tax codes is uh, one of the most common things that doctors ask us. And it's incredibly frustrating because uh, often doctors are on the wrong tax code. So give us an outline of what we're going to cover today. Yeah. So um, basically today in our sort of uh, podcast, we're going to discuss what tax codes actually are, because um, that can cause a bit of confusion as to what, the, what what is your tax code? What does it mean? Why they're important uh, and what you can do if your tax code is wrong. And obviously we'll go through what a wrong tax code is as well as what the right tax code is. 
Um, so yeah, that's a really important uh, thing for all doctors to know, really. Awesome, because if you're on the wrong tax code, essentially you could be getting taxed too much or too little. Yep. Um, both of which is not optimal for various reasons. Absolutely. And Absolutely. as I said, it's all too common problem that I'm sure all the doctors that listen to this are, can easily relate to. Okay, so um, we like to start like with the basics, which not everybody may know, and uh, we'll be getting into the complex bit later on. So shall we start with the basics and talk about what is a tax code. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. So, I mean, your, your tax code is basically calculated by um, HM Revenue and Customs or HMRC for short. Uh, and then they issue that tax code to the uh, to your employer, to the, the trust that employs you. And the purpose of the tax code is to tell your employer how many allowances or reliefs you as the employee are entitled to. Okay. Uh, that's then used by your trust to help determine how much income tax you should pay. So HMRC work out based on their information, what allowances, what release you have, um, how much um, your tax code should be, which they then give to your uh, employer and your payroll. And they can then use that to determine how much income tax you should be paying on your salary every month. Um, we talk, talk about allowances and reliefs. Obviously, the most important allowance for us as doctors um, is the personal allowance, which uh, if you remember from uh, um, the last time we spoke, is the tax-free amount of income that we can earn each each tax year. Okay, so for the tax year ended 5th of April 2021, which is the tax year we're currently in, uh, that personal allowance is 12500 And of course, we, we covered that in, our, in an earlier podcast. Uh, yeah, we did. Uh, so... What would our listeners expect their tax code to be? Yeah, so your tax code is usually made up of a number uh, followed by a letter, okay? And it's most basic. It's simply the personal allowance um, divided by 10 followed by the letter L, okay? So there are various different letters. We won't really go into them particularly. Um, it just depends on which type of personal allowance you get. So for us, you, me, Personal allowance is just a letter L, um, but there are other personal allowances for people, for blind people, old, older people, etc. So the standard letter is L. And as I say, the number is usually your personal allowance divided by 10. OK, so if we say that your personal allowance for the tax year is the standard personal allowance, um, which currently for this tax year is 12,500, you only have one job and nothing else altering the code, then you'd expect your current tax code to be 1250. So 12,500 divided by 10. And then that letter L um, attached to it, okay? So the most common tax code, most listeners, most people in the UK should be on the tax code 1250L, 1250L. But actually, well, as you're about to tell us, if you're a doctor and you've paid any kind of expenses, then 1250L is almost certainly incorrect. Yes, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, is is 1250L the, the correct tax code for you as a doctor? Well, actually... Probably not, to be honest. Um, so if you're on a doctor, if you're a doctor on that tax code, 1250L, um, you know, you're receiving your full personal allowance, which is great news, and not everyone will be doing that. Um, and we'll come on to other codes shortly. But note that if you're, yeah, say, if you're on a code 1250L, then that's probably not the right code. You're probably paying too much tax. And okay. the reason is um, you can claim a tax rebate yeah. on your professional expenses, your GMC fees, your indemnity insurance, your Royal College fees. All of which, of course, we covered in, in that earlier podcast. Yeah. Um, and claiming those expenses can potentially save you uh, 40% of um, any professional fees you pay. Um, so once you've made a claim to HMRC for your professional expenses, which hopefully a lot of our listeners will have done already, um, HMRC should then increase your tax code to give you tax relief on these expenses every year. Okay. 
So I've got a little example for you. I kind of use slightly crazy numbers, but these are actually numbers for my, my tax code. Um, so if you imagine that I incurred um, £1,214 in professional expenses in a tax year, and I claimed tax relief from those expenses, so that's one, two, one, four, and then my personal allowance is 12,500, like we said, I should get tax relief on that 12,500 plus the professional expenses of one, two, one, four, okay, which totals uh, 13,714, okay. I'm glad you did that maths in your head, That's an it. accountant's head, not mine, because I was it. trying to do them. I wish I could have just used some sort of made up numbers really, because it's a little bit, you know, <laughs> slightly obscure. But anyway, so so my tax code, um, as I say, you take that number and you divide it by 10. So if I am getting tax relief on my personal allowance of 12,500 and my professional expenses of 1,214 pounds, totals 13,714. If you divide that by 10, my tax code is simply 1371. Okay? And, and, and that 1371 uh, is the amount of expenses that you are getting tax relief on? Um, it's the expenses plus my personal allowance, yes. Yeah, okay. Uh, and then they, as I say, they always tack a letter on, so my letter is L. So, you know, when I look at my payslip, um, I see at the top right-hand corner, 1371L. Uh, okay. okay. So, cool. And um, we're jumping around a bit here, um, but yeah. sometimes at the end of the tax code, it says like 1250L and then C-U-M-U. Uh, yes. What does that mean? Um, so that just um, stands for cumulative, basically. So essentially, they um, every every month, they're giving you a cumulative chunk of your personal allowance. So um, it's not really... I, I never seem to find much difference between where it says C-U-M-U, cumulative, or non-C-U-M-U. Yep. Um, but cumulative just basically means they're trying to give you a cumulative amount each month in the tax year. And would it be one twelfth of the personal allowance, or does it not basically, work? Basically, yeah. But okay. they they kind of the, the reason for the cumulative element is you know people's circumstances change each month, so they kind of alter alter it each month to take that into account. Yeah. Um, another thing to say is that um, I mean, we mentioned that your tax code can be found in your payslip. Um, sometimes HMRC will send employees something called a form P two, um, which breaks down what the tax code is made up of. So you, some of our listeners may have received a letter which says, you know, your tax code for the year going forward will be this. Um, they're kind of stopping sending those out. And, we'll, you know, now they're um, relying more heavily on that kind of personal tax account, which yeah. we mentioned last time, we'll come yeah. to in a minute. Um, but they do sometimes still send out these P2 forms to people by the post. Um, your employer never sees that, by the way. It's, you know, for confidentiality reason, your employer just gets the code, which then gives you your personal allowance, et cetera, on your payslips. Um, but, um, you know, you may see a letter through the post for P2. The talk of Form P2 has just reminded me of the trivia that we talked about on our last podcast, uh, yeah, because yeah. you dispensed some amazing trivia on that about why the tax year starts when it does. Uh, we won't repeat that. You'll have to listen to that episode if you want to know. Um, but we agreed that I was going to find out what... So a lot of HMRC forms start with a P, like P45, which we're going to talk about in a bit, P60, uh, P87, and now yeah. P2. And um, I've literally just realized that I didn't do my homework and I have no idea what P... Why are all the forms called P? Tommy, you have one job. Uh, yeah, no, that's fair enough. Uh, P basically means that it relates to the the pairs you earn system. So P stands for pairs you earn. So the, all these forms relate to employees... Okay, uh, and relate to your um, your pay as you went system, so your your um, employee tax. Epic trivia. Um, 
We were on a webinar the other day as well, talking about IR35, which uh, we'll definitely do a podcast on in some point. But uh, in short, IR35 is a sort of legislation to avoid people working as a limited company when they should be an employee. And that webinar is on our YouTube. Uh, but you also dispensed some immense trivia there on what IR35 stands for, because again, I was clueless. Yeah, a lot of people don't really know where, where that sort of comes from, the IR35. Essentially, it was first ever announced in um, in, in the old days, I should say, that some people, most people will know this, but some people don't know that HMRC used to be called the Inland Revenue. Um, and uh, Inland Revenue used to release um, newsletters. So in... But they were fascinating, eh? Uh, they were amazing. They were, yeah, I, I used to read them, uh, you know, they're riveting. And um, yeah, so at one point they released um, the Inland Revenue newsletter number 35, uh, in which they released this kind of bombshell news that they were going to introduce this legislation. And it kind of got the nickname IR, you know, revenue, IR35. So that's kind of where it comes from. Epic. So epic trivia. Do you have any more trivia today or are we going to save some for the next episode? Yeah, I think we should, uh, you know, save it. You don't want to give away all my, all my secrets. In, yeah, uh, yeah. And, and thanks for telling us about the P thing. <laughs> I've actually been wondering about that for a while. I've ever um, fascinated. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so let's get back into talking about the tax code then. Um, we talked a bit about this already, about why 1250L is the incorrect tax code. Have we done that bit? Yeah. Um, well, it's incorrect because... Um, you know, a lot of doctors should be claiming their professional expenses. Yeah. And it should um, therefore yeah. be a higher number. Yeah, sorry, um, we just talked about that, didn't we? Yeah, yeah and, we, and that's um, why. Yeah. And yeah, one thing to say about this, because we're going to talk about, um, uh, in terms of the expenses, you know, we mentioned that, um, you know, these those recurring expenses, so your GMC fee, your Royal College fees, they're the ones that you can claim um, via your tax code every year. Yeah. You know, um, you, anything that you pay as a one-off fee, you can't, that won't adjust your tax code. Okay. So if you pay an exam fee, um, that will not then feature in your tax code because it's a one-off fee. So it's only the recurring fees that the HMRC will change your tax code for. Yeah, I mean, that's a super important point. And um, our tax code guide basically helps you to uh, make sure that that's correct. So if you haven't downloaded the guide, download it from our website. I'll put the uh, link in the show notes. Um, yeah, your Royal College fee is recurring. That's an interesting point. Maybe we'll just move on from that. Yeah. Uh, so um, is there anything else that uh, features in your tax code? Um, yep. So, um, you know, basically any other allowances or release can feature in your tax code. Um, and I just pick a pick an example. Um, if you're a person that makes sort of regular charitable donations, uh, sort of yearly, you know, those can feature in your tax code. So you get the relief for those donations, you know, at source uh, or sorry every month for your payslip um but the other thing to note is it's not um it's not a complete one-way street it's not just all about allowances or relief so if there's anything that hmrc want to tax at source um they will also include those in your tax code as well um they're normally benefits okay so normally things like company cars um fuel benefits um accommodation benefits and so on so um they're pretty unlikely to apply to most doctors. I assume most of us don't get company cars and fuel benefits and so on. Um, be good if we did. Yeah, that'd be pretty nice. Absolutely. But uh, that would also affect your tax code. Yeah. Um, and the other thing to note, and that this probably is more important, is that they HMRC will use your tax code to um, to reclaim any tax that you owe for previous tax years. Okay. So um, I, I would bet my bottom dollar that a lot of people listening to this have seen that. They've, they've um, been told by HMRC, you know, we've, calculated that you owe us £129 for the last tax year. We're going to take that from your tax code. So you may see your tax code actually lower than you might expect, just if they're trying to reclaim some of that tax back. 
Yeah, and it's so frustrating when that happens because oh, you know yeah. you can lose like hundreds of pounds a month, yeah. and uh, usually um, the paywall at NHS are quite casual about the fact that you're you know losing six hundred pounds a month. Um, I wonder if they'd be as casual if they were losing six hundred pounds mm. a month. Uh, but yeah. using this system and the, the resources that we're going to link to our tax code guide, you can basically do the whole thing yourself uh, to make it easier, and you can do it online using the personal tax account. You just follow yep. our guide. Yep. It's uh, it's really good. It's one of the most popular blog articles on our site, which is why we're doing a podcast about it, because we get asked about it all the time. Uh, here's something else that we get asked about a lot. Um, so if you have more than one job or role, uh, for example, you do some locums at the hospital you work at, um, basically that can cause tax code mayhem. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you have um, more than one job or you do different roles and you receive the kind of separate payslips for these, um, that can um, cause issues. Um, and we'll come on to the major cause of the issues in, in a second. Um, but essentially, just think about this, your, your main tax code, um, that really should be applied against your, your main job, okay? Um, so if I do, if I work at um, St. Richard's Hospital in, in Chichester, and that's my main job, but I also locum there here and there on, you know, certain nights, certain weekends, I would expect my main main payslip from St. Richard's to apply my tax code, which in some cases will be that 1250L or hopefully higher if you claim your expenses. Um, and my second payslip, that should record a different tax code. It shouldn't really be giving me any allowances because I should be getting it all through my main payslip, okay? Um, so for those other jobs, HMRC will usually apply a different code to make sure you don't get any more personal allowance than you're allowed, okay? So um, these codes are usually, um, you know, the various different types of codes. So they usually call something like zero T. A lot of people see that where they don't give you any personal allowance. You might see something called D zero where they just tax that income straight away at 40%. Um, but, you know, but there's quite a lot of different different codes that they apply to your other payslips to make sure they're not kind of double counting that that allowance. Yeah, is that what a zero T and a D zero? Uh, is that um, what people refer to as an emergency tax code? Or yeah, usually, yeah, zero T is particularly an emergency tax code. Um, D zero. I mean, they're all kind of they're not so much emergency tax code. Zero T is yes. D naught is just the revenue saying we know that you're a high rate taxpayer, uh, and therefore we're going to apply automatically forty percent on that other income you're getting from that different job. Yeah, um, okay. You'll also see one called BR, which is where they um, apply the basic rate of 20% um, automatically straight away to all your income. If they think you're a basic rate taxpayer on that second income, uh, they'll apply that code and just take 20% of it. Yeah. Um, and just to say quickly um, that, of course, in Scotland, there are slightly different tax rates, okay? Yeah. So um, just to point that out. We should probably say uh, as well, we should share the excellent news that we now have a specialist medical accountant in Scotland. Uh, we've been searching yes. for absolutely ages to find one that mm, we were happy to recommend. And we have one now. Um, so because we know the tax rates are different in Scotland and sometimes we're guilty of just focusing on the English system. But for all you Scots out there, we're trying to uh, focus more on you guys um, and help you out. Um, so good news. Okay. Um, so what if you only have one job, but you have one of those OT, DO, or BR tax codes? Uh, that doesn't sound good. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, and that's a, it's a real big problem for doctors because um, it's not really uncommon, to be honest, for HMIC to tell your payroll to apply the wrong tax codes. Um, as we switch jobs in, in say, August, um, which a lot of people will have just done recently, um, we usually receive a payslip from our old employer for the first few days in August, and then from our new employer for the rest of August. And that kind of confuses HMRC into thinking that we're actually working two jobs. 
So what they, they do if they suspect that you're working two jobs, and a lot of us won't be, we just move jobs, um, they then apply a different tax code. So uh, as I say, you may see that um, zero T tax code on your new payslip from your new employer, which, uh, which is basically applying an emergency tax code, taking away your personal allowance and making you pay more tax. Um, or you may see the letters BR, which I said before, they automatically take 20% or D0 where they're automatically taking 40% of all your income. No no allowances, nothing. They straight away take 40% of your income. Um, and, you know, if your tax code is wrong, if you're getting, you know, imagine, uh, you know, I switched job in August and, you know, my old payslip had the right uh, tax code, but my new payslip just takes all my income at 40%. That's a, that's a big tax bill you're getting when you should be getting some of that personal allowance and some of that tax at 20%. Obviously, again, Scottish rates are slightly different. Um, so, you know, I'd really thoroughly recommend that everyone keeps an eye on their tax code to make sure they're paying the right amount of tax because it's going to be really costly if you don't uh, get the right tax code. Absolutely. You know, when you're a doctor and you start losing £600 a month from your payslip and you might be paying your student loan and you're paying for your expensive postgraduate exams and all the other things that you have to pay for, losing £600 is, is a massive amount of pay to lose. And I can't remember how much it was, but when I moved from, you know, Guildford to um, Chichester, I remember my salary just like absolutely plummeted. And I was like, what on earth is that about? And yeah, it was that, it was that um, zero T tax code right in the top corner. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's really crippling. You know, it's on your page, it massively drops. But the key thing is with the guide, which is in the show notes, uh, you can log on to your personal tax account, yep. follow our step-by-step guide. It's totally free and you can just follow the guide and hopefully sort it out yourself. Yeah, that's it. If you um, if you find your tax code is wrong, so you go to your payslip, you go to the ESR, you get your payslip, look at that top right box and your tax code is is wrong. It says zero T and it shouldn't. It says BR or D zero when it shouldn't. Um, anything like that's wrong, you can go to your personal tax account and check what HMRC say makes up your tax code and you can see what's happening there. Okay. And if it's wrong, you can use that uh, personal tax account to change it. Yep. And I know I keep, like we, I shouldn't say just myself, but we keep banging on about this, this personal tax account, but it's really a vital, really useful website. Every taxpayer can set one up. If you haven't set one up, then make it like your one job you do today. You know, you can find out how really easily enough on medicsmoney.co.uk. Um, and yeah, seriously, it's really useful information. And of course, if your tax code is wrong, uh, you can um, so you can find out on the personal tax account and you can then ask HMRC to change it. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, and to do that, um, rather than us go through it step by step on this kind of podcast, you know, if you go to our um, tax code blog, again, on our, on our website, uh, medicsmoney.co.uk it goes through it for you step by step how to use a personal tax account to change that tax code from an emergency tax code to the correct one yeah i think you can also google doctor's tax code and your article comes out number one on google oh, really? um, because we are crushing google and crushing seo search engine optimization so yeah uh, i'll drop go. it in the show notes or you can google doctor's tax code um yeah i mean personal tax account we like it a lot and mm. You know, the, the thing is about the tax code is um, there's lots and lots of things where getting a specialist medical accountant is a very, very good idea. And, uh, you know, that's why we only recommend specialists. But, you know, you should be able to sort out your own tax code with the resources on our site. Um, and you can do it for free yourself. And I don't think you most people would not need an accountant for this. I don't think no, so. Would no. you? Things to do with like sort of payroll tax codes. Um, no, not really. I mean, it'd be 
assuming the accountants would, would do it, they'll, they'll charge you so much money for something you can just really do yourself for free. Yeah. Um, and The um, reason they charge you so much money is because it's very time consuming, but you do not need to be an accountant to do this. You no. just need to get our guide, have a listen to this podcast, read our guide, and just follow the step-by-step instructions. The personal so, tax account is from HMRC. It's totally free. Our guide is totally free. Uh, it's there, just yeah. ready to go. So... You, you know, lots of things that you do need an accountant for. Um, you know, I use an accountant for all of my stuff now because my finances are complicated. But, uh, you know, you don't need one for this. So uh, that's good. Um, okay, we covered a lot today. And um, the link will be in the show notes for everything that we've talked about. Is there any other sort of tips or tricks that you've got for people to try to like preemptive action to make sure their tax code is correct? Yeah, I mean, so, you know, as well as getting on that personal tax account, and keeping an eye on your tax code and any uh, document it appears, you know, well, that, that's that's the, the main thing. So you can find your tax code on any of your pay slips, which you get via ESR. Um, you should also find it on any um, P60 or P45 forms that you receive. Okay, so, um, you know, for those of you that don't know this, um, your P60 is from your employer at the end of the tax year. So whatever job you, you're doing on the 5th of April, which is the end of the tax year, you should get a P60 from that uh, employer. And um, I think legally they're supposed to provide all P60s to HMRC in May. So it should be available from May. And it's a really crucial document. It summarizes all your, your income and tax and student loans, et cetera, for the whole tax year, okay? So really important document. If you haven't got that, you haven't got your, your May 2020 uh, P60, go to your ESR and get it straight away, okay? It's really important. One, yeah, I mean, one thing to just to slightly interrupt is that yeah. when I used to work in Chichester, um, the doctor's mess, there was just a massive stack of people's payslips all there. <laughs> and I just used to just despair because I knew that they weren't looking at their payslips. But then when the P60s turn up, the P60s are sat there as well. So yeah. even if you don't have every single payslip for the year, which you really ought to, and ESR does make that relatively easy to get it, you got to get your P60. It's yeah. it's just absolutely crucial. So yeah. just get your P60. Yeah. Sorry. And it's really important for other things, you know, if you want to get a mortgage, they'll ask your P60s yeah. and, and so on. So really important document. Um, and your tax code should be on that. Um, you should also see your tax code in your P45s. A P45 document is basically given to you by uh, your employer once you've left them. So if you leave employment, you're given a P45 to summarize your income from that job. Um, as I say, at the top, Top of those documents or on those documents, the P45, the P60, your pay slips, you should be able to find that tax code. So just find your tax code. If you can't understand it, you know, I can't understand why the, the number is what it is, go to your personal tax account, you get a breakdown there. And if it's wrong or you need to change it, as I say, go to medicsmoney.co.uk and uh, go for our blog and get it changed. Awesome. Um, thanks for that. I think that's pretty comprehensive and your guide that you wrote is amazing and that's why it's ranked number one on Google because it's the best guide that I've seen out yeah. there in my unbiased opinion. Um, we've got so much more content uh, coming up. We've recorded loads of episodes. Um, a few people or lots of people have written in to us, um, just uh, subscribers, normal doctors like you, who are doing really interesting things. So uh, we're about to record a few podcasts with some really interesting Medics Money readers. So if you want to come on our podcast uh, for and discuss something interesting. It doesn't have to be about tax. We're doing a bit about well-being and a bit about careers. Um, uh, so just uh, get in contact with us via our website and uh, look forward to catching up with you on the next episode when I think we are going to talk about top tips for new doctors because the, all the new doctors started in August. Um, 12 years ago, that was me and I still remember it now. Um, how many years ago was it since you were F1? Uh, five. 
Five. So yeah. you definitely should remember it. Yes. Um, so we're going to talk about everything that medical school didn't teach you about managing your money, because there's some absolutely basic fundamental things that all doctors really, especially newly qualified doctors, need to do to manage their money. So that will be coming out shortly after this episode. So as ever, subscribe if you want to get notified um, and uh, leave us a review on your preferred podcast platform of choice. And uh, look forward to you catching up on the next episode. Cool. Thanks, guys. Take care. See you later.